Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, friends. Welcome to the Bustle Huddle. I'm Caitlin Aber, your host and senior features editor here at Bustle. We've got a great show for you this week, all about the things we do to make ourselves feel better. Sandra Lee, also known as Dr. Pimple Popper, is here to talk about her rise to fame and our obsession with the fascinating world of gross internet videos. Plus, we talk to some Bustle editors whose job it is to find those videos for you in the first place. Their jobs are really hard. But let's face it, numbers don't lie. You guys love gross internet videos. No, I'm not talking about those kind of gross videos. I'm talking about stuff like pimple popping, blackhead extractions, tonsil stone removal, teeth cleanings, and more. You guys are disgusting. On Bustle alone, tens of thousands of you are clicking on our grossest content every day. There are tons of theories on why people enjoy disgusting content. There's the theory that as primates, we just love watching grooming and personal touch, to the idea that humans have always loved gross stuff, like public executions. And there's studies about the science of disgust and why we just can't look away from gross things. Whatever the reason is, let's be real, people just can't get enough of it. I do enjoy a good lifelong ingrown hair video. Or I'll just like be like, oh, I feel like doing that right now. When I am feeling stressed or I just have like some downtime, I'll just look at pimple popping videos and I'll tag my friends in them. I watched once this guy pull out like a six foot hair from his neck. I'm addicted. I'm sad to admit. Two, three, four times a week. You know how you watch like the pus like shoot out at you and it get like goes everywhere? <laughs> I think that's the best part. And he just pulled it out like he was unspooling yarn. It was amazing. Or the like the one where it like curves and it starts making a whole little circular spiral. In fact, there are 120,000 members in Reddit's popping community. So since there's clearly an audience for this, editors at Bustle spend a lot of time trying to find more of it. We talk with two of our lifestyle editors, Catherine Catalia and Emma Lord, about what it's like to spend your workday hunting down the perfect pimple. Emma, you're into gross videos, and Kath, you're not. No, I'm not. Oh, you're not. <laughs> no. Emma, I was told you were. Emma just has a stronger <laughs> stomach than I do, so when gross things are trending, I will start gagging, and then Emma's like, okay, let's let's be smart. Let's assign this story. Let's get a writer on it. Uh, no, well, Catherine's good at great at like figuring out what the, what the trends are going to be. Do you watch every video that's trending? No. I, I skim it to see what the most graphic things are in it. Like, I kind of, like, will, like... Not fast forward, but like you know how you can see in YouTube yeah. kind of what the preview is. That's for me, like just seeing what the maximum grossness is, just to make sure like it can still go on the site, and also to like find like what the primo image that we want to put on the on the header is. Uh, and I have straight up in some occasions been like to my writers, like don't watch this video. I'm gonna narrate to you what happened. You're gonna write about it and research it, and then we'll just pop in the video afterward because there's no reason to like 
make them watch it against their will. They already know what's going to happen. If you've seen one, you've seen them all. Unless it's like those cases that it's like the article is like, this one video is so extreme. And then you're like, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Um, Do you think that it's like sometimes on Twitter, somebody will post like a screenshot or even we're we're guilty of this too. It'll be like the picture yeah. in a, in a tweet. Do you think that's wrong? Sometimes I'm like I didn't sign up. I didn't agree to see this. So we actually used to do it where we would have more of like a PG stock photo ish of like so maybe if we were doing a gross story on tonsil stones, we would just have a photo of like a woman's mouth, right, where you can't actually see all the gross stuff that's happening inside there. But we found that we got higher engagement when we just showed the gross thing. And then, like, that's what people were clicking in for. So it was, like, the gross headline plus the gross photo was just, like, gross gold. That's So that's kind of the, the unfortunate gross way gold. we do it now. But people, I mean, people are into it. It works. Yeah. Um, and what are the things that Bustle readers are really into right now? What are the grossest things? Tonsil stones. Tonsil stones. I didn't even know that tonsil stones were a thing until about two months ago. What are they? Now you must know what a tonsil is. They're just like buildups of like calcium that like can collect behind your tonsils. And sometimes you just like cough them out and you probably just think it's food. And sometimes you swallow them. And sometimes when they get really big, uh, you have to go to a doctor and get them removed. Yeah, I guess they're pretty common. Yeah, there's a lot of people have them. Like, and you know, a lot of people just have them and don't know. Um, But yeah, that's like a, I think that one's kind of popular just because it is so like a, WTF, my body could be doing this and I don't even know kind of thing. We thought we'd help out Catherine and Emma a little bit with their jobs, so we asked our editors what the next big gross internet trend will be. Like peeling your sunburn off? Picking off scabs on camera. We haven't gone too far into like wart removal. Just like snot rockets, uh, pink eye videos. That would be really gross. Okay, so it might sound like Bustle is just an office full of people who love weird, gross videos. But I'm not one of those people, and neither is my producer, Anna Parsons. Nope. Anna, this is really gross. (laughs) I know, I hate it. I hate even talking about it. Uh, you've never watched a pimple popping uh-uh. video? No, never. You've been at Bustle for a long time. Mm-hmm. How have you avoided watching a pimple popping video? Cat-like scrolling reflexes. I scroll so fast away from like any hint of a pimple video. If I just see like a s- skin period, I'm just like, let's get away from that. Mm-mm. Why is this happening? Who did this to us? So as you know, there are thousands of people online posting these things, but they have a queen and her name is Dr. Sandra Lee. She is a dermatologist in Southern California, but you probably know her as Dr. Pimple Popper. She's a YouTube channel with over 3.2 million subscribers. 3.2 million subscribers. Yeah. So on this YouTube channel, she has videos of her patient's pimples being popped. It's safe. It's clinical. It's in a medical office. But then she'll track it with like songs that are puns, like anything with the word popping. So like think like Pop That by French Montana. Like imagine that and just like whiteheads bursting everywhere. Okay. So she sounds like an expert and you were able to get her on the phone to talk about all of this. Yes. I called her on her home phone actually. And you can even hear her cats in the background. It turns out she's completely normal a really nice person despite what she does to us i'm gonna have to hear this myself well i guess the first question when and why did you upload the first video the first sort of video or or i guess the first sort of inkling that i had that something was going on here that was a little bit different was on instagram 
Um, I had, I kind of started an Instagram that was like a business Instagram because I really thought that people would be interested in seeing dermatology. And that was about, uh, that was like in October or so of 2014. So like about three years ago. And what happened is I would post little things in my world as a dermatologist. But I noticed early on, what at one point I posted a blackhead extraction video and I noticed it got a definite increase in attention. Like people were tagging their friends or, you know, liking it more than other videos or other, other little short clips. There were only 15 second clips at that time. So I did it again and it happened again. And I thought, what, this is strange. This is, you know, that people are obviously interested in this. Let me just record a whole video and put it on my uh, YouTube channel. So um, I posted a blackhead extraction video, but as soon as I uploaded it, I saw, you know, when you put tags in uh, for your video, I saw that there are all these other suggested blackhead videos that came up from other people. And I thought, what the heck? That video got a lot of attention. And then I, I somebody mentioned in the comments, you might want to check this out, the subreddit called Popping. And I found that there was a community of, I don't know, like 50,000 or 70,000 people that that shared popping videos. They were in this little community and they just shared whatever they found on the internet. And I thought, oh my God, this is, this is crazy. But then at the other side, I also thought I could be their queen, you know, like this is like a thing and I have access to this, you know? Were most of their video amateur videos before you? Yes, they were. They were all like people with, you know, just using paper towels, their bare fingers, beer bottles in the corner. A lot of times people were drunk, you know, they were just in their living room or in their bathroom. There's a lot of screaming, a lot of dogs barking. <laughs> things like that. I knew people didn't really use their name. So I just thought, okay, what's a good name? I'll call myself Dr. Pimple Popper. Good branding. So I posted there and I said, Dr. Sandra Lee removes the cyst. So I kind of described it in the third person. And pretty soon people realized that it was me who was posting it, the doctor. And so they were very excited. They were like, oh my gosh, we have somebody here that could actually show us real stuff, you know, understand it. And some people were like, who is this person? You know, why are they posting and why are they using the third person? Yeah, they're haters. <laughs> but, mo but then the other people would direct message to me and say, don't listen to them. You know, they're just, you know, jealous, you know, whoever, whatever they're saying, you know how there's the community and you're kind of infringing on their world sort of thing. I learned really quickly what people look for in popping videos and really just kind of took it from there. But they're just different because I think they're I think they're more accepted, more widely accepted too, because they're, you know, done professionally. This is in an office under sterile conditions. Nobody's in pain. There's anesthesia used. You know, everybody's comfortable. And that is actually the way many people prefer it. It sounds like you like shook up the hierarchy of the popping community. Yeah, I think we yeah, did. It was kind of interesting. <laughs> you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs. A gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best 
to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Obviously, like, it's part of the cultural dialogue now, and most people know about them, or at least most, like, hardcore internet users. But for the first few people that you filmed your extractions, how did you convince them to let you film them and let you upload these to the internet? Well, that's actually a nice, another nice little surprise is that 99.9% of people say yes. And actually now people seek us out to, to do this, you know, to, to film it. In the past, if somebody had really big blackheads, I wouldn't pop. I would say, you know, don't worry about that. That's nothing to worry about. We're here to evaluate your skin cancers or your rash or, or whatnot. Now, though, if I say, oh, you have a blackhead here, would you mind if I removed it? And we'll, we'll remove it. And if you don't mind if I videotape it, we won't bill you because it's not something that we can really bill to insurance because it's not a medical procedure per se. It's considered cosmetic. You know, these older gentlemen and women, I didn't realize before, they wouldn't even ask me because they'd think, oh, she, oh, she definitely is not going to even, you know, agree to do this because no doctor agrees to do this. But when I ask them, they immediately say yes before I even get the words out because they're actually so excited that I'm removing this for them. You know, these are things that have really bothered people. The older, older men and women, they tend to have really big blackheads, uh, you know, because they, for m- multiple reasons, they can't see very well. They might have arthritis or, you know, areas on their body they can't really reach or don't even know that they're there. So they're like actually the, the population that have the most kind of interesting or amazing ones and really the population that are even more grateful that somebody's taking care of it for them. I always wonder, like, why have they not like squeezed it yet? <laughs> like I would be dying to squeeze that. Yeah, that's that's really why. It's a, a lot of times, I mean, you'd find things behind somebody's ear, like a, you know, a blackhead the size of a tick, wow. a large tick, you know, engorged tick, and people don't even realize that they're there. Yeah. And I think that, you know, a lot of times you you can't see really well, so you can't really see them, to, or you don't have a, a, a family member that can squeeze something in the middle of your back. You can't reach them. So speaking of uh, family members, we have a lot of people here at Bustle who really love to squeeze their partner's pimples, and they ask for some safety tips. Uh-huh. Or should you just say no? Absolutely. My mantra is like, know when to pop and know when to stop. And I mean, in general, as a dermatologist, I'm going to say don't pop things, you know, because a lot of times, I mean, a lot of times things you think that are are poppable, they're not poppable. And also, you know, if you squeeze too much something, you're going to create swelling and, and increase the risk of infection and scarring. I tell people not to do it, but I know that there are certain people that are going to do it. Or, you know, you, you can't leave something alone. Really, the ideal time to to pop something is when it has come to a head, like has come the most superficial, you know, to the skin surface. And the reason is, is the more superficial it is, the more um, likely you are to get all of the contents out of something that's popped. And also, because um, if you don't get all the contents out, then then it's going to get inflamed and probably come back and get worse. Are there any ethical or privacy concerns when it comes to your patients? What are the complications there? Yes, there are. I mean, what's the most important thing to me is that my patients come first. It it is um, absolutely true. In that case, like I always try to protect their identity. I try to make it as anonymous as possible in general. I mean, some patients consent to me showing their full face, but most of the time you don't know who that person is. And that's actually interesting too. I'll tell you, I mean, I think a lot of women in particular watch my videos and it's so interesting to me how if it's a really good pop in particular, 
the girl, women will say, oh my gosh, this guy must be gorgeous because look at his lips or look at his eyelashes, you know, and they don't, they don't, he could be like sitting next to them in a cubicle in their office and he, they wouldn't even know, but they think that person is beautiful. So it's just interesting. And yet that just came out of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they love them now. <laughs> so what separates like a good pop from a bad pop? I think people want a little bit of the unexpected. You know, I, I say that blackheads are a lot like snowflakes because they're never one the same and you never really know exactly what you're going to get. I think that people like a little bit of a surprise, like if there's like a, I don't know, like if there's just, you know, more than you expect or something sprays out towards the camera, like a 3D kind of thing or. Um, but I also think that ones that make really good pops are when they are potentially life changing, you know, when it's something that obviously somebody can't hide from others and then you're like some huge one on their cheek or the tip of their nose or on their a huge bump on their shoulder that they can't hide and obviously affects their day-to-day -day life and you can change that. Were you the person who said that it's like being a hairdresser? Oh yeah, it's like my job is like a glorified hairdresser. Absolutely it is. I've always loved human nature sort of things like Humans of New York or On the Road with Charles Corral, you know, those kinds of things where you learn about people in the world and I think I'm trying to show people how interesting it is to just talk to somebody random be stuck in a room with them for 30 minutes and just having to make conversation and you learn such interesting things about people and you begin to like them without even and care about them without even knowing who they are really you know knowing what they look like do you have any more insights as to why women are so into this right now and why they feel more comfortable to openly say that they watch pimple popping videos? Well, I do have ideas about it. Well, first of all, our demographic is really 75% women. It has been from the beginning. Wow. And their age range is because is, it's so much social media. It's like 18 to 34 is like the, you know, the high, the peak. And I think a lot of people that watch me are in the beauty industry. They may be cosmetologists, estheticians, hairdressers. Um, I also get a good number of tattoo artists, interestingly. I think maybe there's like a rebellious thing and it's the skin too. So they see things on the skin. Um, and I think that, um, I think part of it is, it may be part of our nature that we are more attuned to our skin since just in general, we are supposed to be the ones that, you know, are concerned more with our appearance, or at least that's what society kind of has made it. I think also like nurturing, like women are, I mean, like there's something very nurturing or caretaking regarding like actually extracting a pimple. Right. It's yeah. grooming, like grooming, like right. they say, like they grooming tendency to, I also think that it's kind of come out of, you know, if you read a lot of my YouTube comments, I'm actually really been proud of this for the last three years that in general it's so positive you know people don't really often say mean things there and I think people love it when they're real true popaholics and they've found their people it's like it's accepted now I think in the past people would like hide under their covers it was like watching porn or something oh my god there's so many people that watch these videos to like decrease anxiety attacks they say to to um help them that's like a nightlight bedtime ritual so they helps them to fall asleep there are actually people who have a condition called dermatillomania or neurotic excoriations where you're, it's an OCD sort of thing where you have obsessions with your skin and you have compulsions to pick your own skin. Well, that leads me to ask, like, what about times that are particularly stressful, like the holidays or during last year's election? Like, did you see a surge in views? I don't know. I would have to go back and look at that. But I will say that I did think about that and sort of took advantage of that a little, like with the, with the election, the presidential election, I think... 
like when it was all going on in the countdown, I was posting a lot. I was like, you know, you got to keep your mind off Trump, but watch this, you know? People were like, oh, thank goodness you're posting. You guys need this. Yeah, did that happen? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah. to distract people, <laughs> make them have feel a little euphoria sure. or a little adrenaline in a positive way. So are you a popaholic? I take it a little bit. I like to pop my own zit, yeah. And I had a very silly question, which is like, I'm 32. I have like... I have stopped getting as many pimples, stopped getting as many blackheads, and it makes me kind of sad. So I was going to ask you how, how to grow a few. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that you should grow a few because you won't be happy with that in the long run. But I think that uh, you can satisfy your urges by getting a pimple-popping cupcake. Or like my one of our girls here makes these oh. Rice Krispies and covers it with like a, fond a skin fondant and puts like blackheads in it so you can like squeeze them out with a oh. out extractor. Oh, no. Maybe go find some bubble wrap or something. I've never seen a pimple popping video before. Well, interestingly, do you do you stay away because you feel like it wouldn't? You feel like that is weird? No, I don't think it's weird at all. Like, I get it. I just, I'm, I'm kind of a squeamish person in general. Like, I don't like gory movies either. I hate scary movies. I can't watch scary movies at all. And in fact, if you want to hear something funny about pimple popping, I I say I'm not, I'm a born again popaholic. <laughs> I cannot watch popping videos really like people will send me things all the time i get things all the time like my in fact one of our friends came over recently and he said oh i have this video for you one of my friends owns a horse and he had this abscess and i can i can i show it to you and i was like i, I don't know i don't want to see that i cannot see that don't not show me that i can't see it i have to like have this control like it, i don't like watching other people's popping videos they they're gross to me I mean, my videos don't gross me out at all, but I feel like I'm sort of in control. I don't know, like that, that it's me doing it, so. And that's why I'm okay, like popping my own zits. I used to pop my partner's zits. That was fine. And so I, I get it. It's just something about the, you know, removing the person for me. Yeah. That's when I start to get a little bit squeamish, but now I feel like pumped up to go watch one of your videos. Oh, good. You got to start off slow. You got to start with the soft pops, you okay. know, like which are blackheads and whiteheads. and. Pops. But if you even go to the top videos, you know, like the top viewed, there's yeah. like a really good, it's called a dilated pour of winer, which is just like a giant blackhead oh boy. that this older woman has on her back. It's like a, I call it the kitchen sink plug blackhead. <gasps> yeah, but, <laughs> no, no, <but> <laughs> but it comes out, it's not messy. It comes out really clean. It's really, really mm -hmm. kind of beautiful actually. And it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> just bring your snacks have the bathroom close by because you're not leaving your room for a while. <laughs> okay, so she was trying to really convince you that pimple popping videos are fun. Yeah, she sees them as a really noble endeavor. And I heard she even sent you an email after your phone call. Yep, I got an email with the subject line, a pimple popper primer, ellipses, smiley face. <laughs> so ominous. Yep. Mm -hmm. And what was inside? So inside were four videos she had chosen for me as a beginning popaholic. That's what they call the viewers. That were all soft pop videos. So all things with just whiteheads or blackheads, no cyst, you know, no knives, no scalpels, um, and just all the reasons that she thought I was going to love them. This is so gross. Awful. And Awful. Anna, you watched your first pimple popping video. Uh, yep. How did it go? Um, we'll just, just listen to this. All right. Are you ready? You have some pretty good oh, ones God. here. Oh, my God. No wonder you don't get them done. This person oh, must no. not really like this because they're coming out like Yeah. Oh, I feel my food coming up, literally. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, that's nice. Oh, my tomato feta soup's gonna just. This is a comedone extractor, so we can. Oh, oh God. Yeah, I don't think pimple popping videos were life changing for Anna, but for everyone like her, there's someone like our editor, Christina. Oh man, that that one was pretty black. Oh my gosh, there's one over here. I want her to get that so badly. Maybe I just feel good too, because you know. I wish you could go back to that one. They already like moved. Oh no, she's going for it. She's going for it. A little kitchen sink plug. Oh, it feels so good to see that one come out. Okay. So as you can probably tell, I'm a lot like Anna. You'll never catch me watching a video about pimples or tonsil stones. But this episode did get me thinking about different forms of escape. Right now, it's winter in New York, which means it's dark when I wake up and dark when I go to sleep at night. And as much as my seasonal depression lamp helps, it's still no replacement for actual warm weather and sunlight. But I have found something that helps. Listening to warm, summer-like music. That's why I'm totally freaking out about Camila Cabello's new album, Camila. It is so good. Everything about it sounds warm and fun and the opposite of New York right now, especially the song Havana. Havana, Havana. So I invited Bustle's entertainment news editor, Karinza Cadenas, into the studio to discuss. Oh, Karinza, this album is so good. It's so good. Uh, I'm shocked by how good it is. Why are you shocked? You know, I feel like sometimes when, like, someone goes solo from, like, an established girl or boy group, you never quite know what the quality of their solo work is going to be like. Yeah, but I feel like... Camila Cabello was like always going to be a breakout star. <laughs> um, I was hoping you could give our listeners like a little 20, 30 second summary of who she is in case they don't know, which would be wild if they don't know who she is. Yeah. But. I mean, I feel like you can kind of say she's like, maybe this is disrespectful to the other Fifth Harmony members, but the it's Harmonizers like, are going to be so mad at you. Sorry, guys. She's like <laughs> the Diana Ross. So she's like, you know, kind of, I feel like Camila was known as like the front and center of Fifth Harmony when they were five of them came together on the X Factor and had like majorly great songs. Then she kind of decided to go out on her own. There's been a lot of drama amongst the group post her leaving, especially once the like the four remaining members like established themselves as a group, although they also came out with a great album. So um, yeah, I think that like, and then she decided to go on her own solo stuff because I think like the Fifth Harmony sound wasn't like, jiving with what she wanted to do anymore and she's been talking about it a lot more since the new album came out yeah this is definitely a breakout album for her and I think you can tell in a lot of the songs on it there's one song that's called Into It where she points to a king size bed and is like let's get into it and do it there which is also a fun thing to do in the winter by the way How is this music different than what she was probably able to create with with Harmony? It's definitely a more mature sound. Yeah, I think it's more mature. And I think like one of the reasons why I love it so much is it's kind of like my perfect genre of music, like Crying at the Club, which I know is a song of hers also, kind of melodic, like dancey, sway pop music. Fifth Harmony is like bangers and ballads. There's not like a lot of in-between. I feel like this is kind of like that 
mid-tempo pop that I personally just kind of adore. And I adore it too. Yeah, it's kind so of great. getting me out of this like winter yes. funk I'm in right oh now. Oh my god, such a deep winter funk right now. <laughs> is there a song on the album that you're like, this one is my jam? I mean, I think the whole album it flows so well together that I just really enjoy like listening to it as a whole. She's like, I want to know who you are at 3 a.m. Which, mm. oh my god, yeah. give me a lyric. Oh, never be the same. How did I like not even like mention that? I've put it on like seven different playlists since it came out. Yeah. I'm obsessed with it. It's so good. So good. Do you have any other music recommendations for getting through this long, dreary winter? Ooh, well, um, the Bourne's album that just came out that has like a lot of collaborations with Lana Del Rey. And Troy Sivan just came out with a single called My, 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 which has an amazing video along with it where he's just dancing. It's like a gay pop anthem. And it's just so catchy and fun. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much for all this. I'm going to go listen to the album right now. Thank you so much. I'm probably going to do the same thing. Okay, that's it for our show. Whether you're watching Blackhead Extractions next or listening to some fun music, I hope you've got some material to get you through the week. Until our next episode, we'll be talking about tattoos, sharing the stories behind our ink, and what newbies need to know. Plus, one of us is sitting down for her first session. I'm not, oh boy, I'm sorry. I mean, oh, not even touching I know, it. I know you're not, I'm so sorry. I'm not as cool as I thought I was. This show was produced by Julia Shu and Anna Parsons. We want to hear what you love most about the show. You can reach us at huddle at bustle.com. I'm Caitlin Aver, and I'll see you next week. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.